0: And welcome back to why not the Winona Earth Fangirl Podcast. Hey Casey.
1: Hey, Anne.
0: I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I know but we I guess haven't. It's just been a week. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe two. How's I think that work? Maybe if it's we been, skip been over a week, like
1: a week. It, it's it been like been a week two. and a half, maybe.
0: And I'm horrible because if something goes on, Casey's like, what'd you do? Blah blah, blah. I'm like, save it for the pod. because so, if I go yeah, over the you. and it then you never
1: you, do, and then you then never remember. Content. So... content.
0: I made notes this time.
1: Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what did you do?
0: (laughs) What are you doing? What are you up to? When do you leave for your trip?
1: Well, we leave on um when you say trip like it's a big thing. It's just down the road. Um Friday, Christmas Eve. Are you still going to be able to go with all the COVID stuff that's
0: we're gonna warrior through it?
1: Yeah, we're gonna mask, you know, and everything. So yeah. Um, and keep distance and whatever. So it'll be pretty much the same as what we're doing here. Right. It'll just be in a different location. Um, And I'm to the point right now where uh, I'm going to risk it because these kids are fucking crazy. I hate (laughs) if anybody has children and neuro, um, neuro, Uh, neurotypical, yeah, non neurotypical or trauma kids, you know that the holidays are stupid. And so. I'm just ready for it to be next Monday. Yeah. And I hate that because, you know, people love the holidays. It's so great. And all this and that, which is, it is, it is. They, they, the kids love the holidays. They just can't handle it.
0: I mean, it's a whole other podcast. Like it's really hard when you come from deeply rooted traditions around the holidays Mm -hmm. of your own. Like you and I Mm -hmm. grew up in a time and with families that had like, deep holiday traditions. And that's how Mm. you remember the holidays. Mm -hmm. And then when you try to recreate those things with your own children and it just blows up in your damn face, Mm -hmm. it's just really stressful because you feel like you can't get in the holiday spirit unless you do those traditions that you've become accustomed Mm -hmm. to, but that's not what
1: they need. That's not what they need. No. And here's my thought process on where we're going. Um, All the families there don't want to, uh, they want to be away from uh, other people for a reason. (laughs) Right. So, um, and maybe it's for the same reason we're going, maybe it's not, whatever. But uh, it's going to be just mass chaos and I'm going to have to be fine with that. I'm on new medication, so. Uh,
0: Zero expectations. Welcome to our holiday show. This is our Christmas (laughs) episode. We're going to jam pack some (laughs) Christmas stuff in here. Yeah. We didn't have an episode last week because we did our live event, which was the Menstrual Angels.
1: Do you still have yours? Is it still sticking together? Mine fell apart. <laughs> it did? Yeah. I
0: haven't double checked. Mine's on the tree, on the tippy <clears throat> top.
1: I put oh, really? It on the, yeah. All of a sudden, tampons are falling all over and Dario just kept picking them up and putting them next to
0: the <laughs> This is awkward.
1: I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh i so haven't found okay. any
0: random tampons by the christmas tree so i'm pretty sure it's still standing. <laughs> Unless your dogs she, are eating them <laughs> she, well that's wouldn't be the weirdest thing but yeah she's yeah. up there she's looking good she's st- oh, good. sturdy she's holding steady <laughs>
1: she's sturdy She's <laughs> sturdy that's how that's uh, how you know angels like to be described as yeah, sturdy uh breeding hips breeding hips <laughs> oh my um,
0: god <laughs> they call sturdy sturdy women breeding hips. Mm-mm. Good old midwestern bones uh But I had fun. What did you think of it?
1: Oh, I had fun too. And it was so nice that people joined us. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I know, and they were actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. And and the people did that weren't on the, like weren't, didn't join us on air or on the computer or whatever. And they did their own stuff at home and then put it on Twitter. That was neat too to see. That's super fun. And Mm -hmm.
0: um, speaking of ornaments, that one true sent us. Oh my God insane i mean we both tweeted it we put it on twitter but i just wanted to shout out again like true made us these amazing logoed 3d ornaments with a like, light USB up usb drive light <laughs> inside like technology i wasn't aware of that mm-hmm. was in an ornament let alone mm-hmm. one with our logo on it so my,
1: i have all my why not my why not winona herb stuff over here to the side of me on a on Your little a, on a shelf mm-hmm. and um emmy came down this today to get me after i was done with work and she's like what's this and she starts going for it i'm like touch my stuff!" <laughs> <laughs> and then she started touching the um the pop thing and i'm like no we're not let's go upstairs we're not touching my things <laughs> <sighs> red are the best the best man i can't even stand it and I hope she's. She should make like a little like Winona Herb Etsy. Did she? Did she do that? Make her, like think, a Winona Herb Etsy shop or anything I like that? I think she was talking about doing
0: it, but um, oh, she had enough. Like, I think maybe down the line she's going to, but she had so many like already spoken for. Like, she was just oh. going off of her wait list or want list first. Yeah. So.
1: Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I hope 17. so. I hope she's because. People love, like, people loved them. And it doesn't have to be a Christmas ornament. It could just be like a neat thing. Right. You know? So, but I saw people
0: tweeting about, like, where can I get more ERP ornaments? Because, you know, there were just a few on Etsy. And I think I've already bought all the ones that I've already found. Like, I made that one with the wood. And then I have two others that I purchased through Etsy. And then I have the one from True.
1: You made those?
0: The wood one? Yeah. The one that says ERP? yeah yeah I made that oh my god I had no idea you didn't know I made that when I said no to you? you've never last told me that you Christmas? made
1: that <laughs> last Christmas, Christmas. I, I gave you an, an honor honor. Honor. And the very <laughs> next day you said no way you didn't make that <laughs> you you made, I had no clue that you made that not one single clue
0: yeah I just bought the little two slices I have a wood burner burning kit of course you do of course I do of
1: course, you do. That's- of course, I do. <laughs> do you have a planer?
0: <laughs> I do. Do you want to just play a site? This is our new segment where you ask if I have certain tools and I tell you if I do or not.
1: Oh, because I know that you have them all. I know you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got tools. Anyway, that's not part of our Christmas episode. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stay on task. Redmonds. Awesome. Shelby, a Redmond.
1: Did
0: you see the document I sent you? Where's Shelby? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Searched for.
1: This is crazy pants.
0: Documented all the Easter eggs as well as tallied up how often anyone, you, me, Cat Burrell and Kevin has said Nicole
1: versus hot in our episodes. (laughs) What was funny when I was looking through this, I'm like, how could I have not picked up on some of those Easter eggs? Like what? They were totally, I'm bringing it up right now. I um they were so freaking like crazy pants oh just a second here here it is i have to get my readers on see this is my problem christ almighty <laughs> you're no, putting the
0: christ a... back in christmas
1: there we christ go bring it home back bring it home um why would you have said it's it's too much or, no sorry why would you have said it's britney bitch like in the middle of a regular episode that didn't have <laughs> anything to do with Britney Spears. Um, oh, I remember there was one of them. And I think I remember you said this and I was like, huh? what? Um, you said that a lot. You said skip a dude a lot of here a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you say Nicole could wake up under a blossoming tree completely naked? It was in episode seven, season two, I think it was.
0: I don't know. I don't remember the context,
1: but I'd have to go back to it. Oh, I remember this one. You said you're a hot mess, better than a cold tidy. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) When did you start saying that? What does that even mean? I remember that perfectly. And you're like, "Mm." Mm, Um, say that all the time. And then you said blazing phoenix tattoo up your butt yeah when did you ever you should like go back and that?
0: like listen to each episode with this chart
1: yeah <laughs> i should because why would you have said that and because why i can't have remember like... the context
0: i did a lot of them no either but
1: no Mm-mm.
0: but how fun is that to like see it all mapped out on the paper she...
1: She really worked hard on this. She, Beautiful fairy send her tale a sticker. porno.
0: I know, right? At the very least, we should send her a sticker for crying yeah. out loud. But, and then she has them tallied up the, the times you said, you and I each said Nicole versus hot mm-hmm. by episode and then by season and then by mm-hmm. the whole thing and percentage wise. <laughs> so percentage wise, you said hot 89.7% of the time. And I said it, uh, I said Nicole 68.4% of the time. Really? Mm -hmm. Kevin never called her hot. He called her Nicole the whole time. He referenced her four times and said
1: Nicole 100%. Cat said it once, eat both, both ways. Yeah, a cat was 50 50. That is so funny. That's a lot of work. And then I was like, we could have
0: made that a drinking game. We clearly said Nicole and hot a lot of times. A grand total of both combination of either Nicole and hot by you was 884 times. And uh, just slightly more for me, 1035 times. Wow. (laughs) That'd be quite the drinking
1: game. I remember this one too. The affairs of men are no longer my concern. And oh, I yeah. was like, and no this longer. was
0: deep into the seasons too. So you, yeah. you knew I was doing, I was up to no good by then. Right.
1: You were on to me. Oh, the, technically without a head at 61. I remember you saying that. And I thought that was so funny. I thought that was your line. I so, thought that you brought that. I thought you made that see no it wasn't you no none none of it was my creativity it's just somebody else's Mm. the whole time really funny I would do want to listen to I do want to go back and listen to our episodes and then um keep my ear out for that stuff but I've been so busy doing other things now so here's my conundrum I'm watching Winona Earp Mm -hmm. while I'm working Mm -hmm. all I want to do is watch Winona Earp I don't want (laughs) to work I don't welcome to (laughs) Earping I have it on this screen. And so I'm supposed to be working on this screen or vice versa. And all I'm doing is looking at Wine Earth, thinking, try, and, and here's the thing is what I'm finding is that when we were doing the podcast to like going episode by episode, even when I did my first watch, like uh, without trying to write notes or anything like that, just simply sitting down and watching it for the first time, <clears throat> I, um, was still concentrating on things like, Oh, I got to remember this. I got to remember that. So it's like, I was getting the Winona Arp experience, but I wasn't really getting the experience. You know what I mean? So now all I want to do is get a hotel room and bring Netflix and binge. It's That's all I want to do.
0: Combos, yes. donuts and whiskey and just Winona out.
1: Seriously, I do. And then I've been, I was listening. So like I would watch an episode and then listen to your and Kevin's podcast or a different podcast that would um you know that would go along with that episode. So I love it. I love doing this so much because now I can really like look at faces instead of reading the the script, you know, reading the um the close close caption, or I can, you know, like really get into it that way instead of for the podcast.
0: And if you have a question, you can google something. You can like look yeah. up an actor. You can look, look up an up, actor. Mm-hmm. You can look at one of the postmortems or one of the articles somebody wrote about like what exactly was happening in this episode and
1: Yep. And I'm finding that um there's so much that I didn't even I don't remember. Cause it was such a whirlwind of doing, doing all of this. And even though we went like literally almost scene by scene, when we would talk about the episode, I mean, there's stuff that I was like, what? Or I really didn't get the full effect of what was happening or, you know, something like that. So I'm happy that I get to get a chance to go back and, and watch it. And then, you know, like listen to the behind the scenes this week, I listened to on my way down to, um, Milwaukee, I listened to, oh, I found that on Kevin's podcast, Kevin, Kevin and Bonnie's podcast, that um, they have some panels so mm-hmm. I could listen to it instead of w- trying to watch it. Um, And I listened to the Ladies of Purgatory panel, which was so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I mean, and I couldn't imagine the energy in the room for that. Now, but now I'm blanking out at what darn. I, I didn't write anything down what um con that was at. I don't remember, but but the energy in that room with those those folks up on the stage and like all of that, I I bet it was just so freaking cool. I know, you know and
0: it's gonna be like that because it'll have been years and then we'll be at the first con back, which will be Palooza. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be insane.
1: Yeah, I think is. there's going to be
0: screaming. I think there's going to be crying,
1: and that's just me. And then I started watching today, but then I had to fucking work. Was that's um work. I know it was a uh, it was a panel that was being uh, moderated by Danny fucking kind, and I think it was at Acon, uh-huh. and for some reason I think it was in 2019, but I could be wrong. Um, but at first I didn't even know it was Danny kind that was doing the moderating. And I was just like, man, this moderator is really good. Like, wow, <laughs> they have some talent, you know, like they, they're, this person must be in PR or something like that. And then all of a sudden it comes out that it's Danny kind. I'm like, "What? what? oh, it is. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. And then she made everybody like, say what they liked, uh, About well, Danny she, Kind. Like, yeah. She put, she put a rhetorical question out there about, oh, what do you like working the best? Uh, how, you know, what do you like about, what do you like the best about working with Danny kind? And she just kind of like, was going to laugh it off, but then they seriously like went through each person and said like <laughs> what they liked. And Danny kind is like, I can't believe you're all are answering this, and <laughs> but they still did it. You know, it was really funny.
0: Yeah, I, I like that one a lot, too, because that's when I solidified my love for Danny kind even more was when I saw that. Oh. panel And then after that, I think that's when I started watching uh, her on Working Moms and all that stuff. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, you're so fun. But I love, too, about that panel was um, how even Dom was like, wait a minute. Wait, you're moderating this panel. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. What did you think I was doing when I asked you earlier in the hotel room? (laughs) Yeah. If you had any questions you wanted me
1: to ask or something. Yeah. (laughs) And they were like, and they were like, was I there? Was I, I don't remember being there. Was I there? It was really funny. Yeah.
0: Um, the ladies of purgatory panel was at Palooza 2019.
1: So it was okay. Um, and also, I I'm really so liked... happy
0: to hear you're watching panels. Yay!
1: <laughs> well, when I, I want to watch them all the time, but now I have to squeeze them in and like be like under I, the I cover understand. Understand. in the bathroom. Suddenly, in the, I'm in the bathroom all the time, and ooh, like I'm sure Tracy's like, "What is she doing on her phone? Has Why is some she on kind her phone? of
0: flare up happening
1: or something? What's yeah. going on? Who's she chatting with?" But the ladies of purgatory, what I was gonna say too is that it was so nice to hear Bonnie be really. Um, vulnerable Mm -hmm. as the moderator as well I thought that was just really great and she did a really good job so that was that was neat as well I'm sure that was super hard for her to kind of be that vulnerable but um she did she did such a great job well that's something about the cast too that just
0: you see over and over again in the panels is that they do show this, this vulnerable side of themselves, which then lends to other people feeling comfortable enough Mm -hmm. to also be vulnerable. And just like seeing people like Emily or Mel cry Mm -hmm. at a panel during a touching part that they're talking about, it just makes you be like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay Mm -hmm. to like be vulnerable, to be sensitive, to be emotional. It's fine. It's like what we're supposed to be doing in life. And
1: you know what it kind of reminded me of just a little bit It's like when you, <laughs> and I don't know if this is even going to make sense. So you're at this, you're at this con for three days. You're with these people that you are bonding with over like this show you love. And then more, you know, you're getting to know them. You're seeing people that you are, have bonded with over the internet. And then now you're seeing them in, in real life and all of those feelings and emotions. And it's all just, you know, to, Every, probably every panel you go to, every event that you go to, it's probably just overwhelming. And that's how I felt at Bible camp.
0: (laughs) Well, it's kind of like... it's like uh, people kind of compare it to like a class reunion like yeah you're going back you're seeing these people You're at like a mini summer camp and then you gotta yes, leave that's what you're just it, yeah. there for the weekend yeah and then you gotta leave
1: yeah mm-hmm. and then like I you know people crying and trying to talk and, and everyone gets you know, on their separate bus
0: to go to their separate yeah to exactly. their separate hometowns and their separate planes and yeah,
1: yeah all right exactly. I'll send you a postcard I promise yeah right don't forget me <laughs> or I'll just text you in 17 see you on seconds the Twitter. when I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll
0: text you from my Uber. It's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I mean again, you know, neither one of us have been to a con, but I, I do. I get that that feeling. And uh, I get that sensation just from interacting with people on Twitter and then uh, having something like this this past week happen where Sam from one of the kids from Late Night at the Homestead podcast. DMs me and is like this DMs me Monday night, like not super late, but in, into the night of Monday. And is like, what are you doing tomorrow or Wednesday? I'm gonna be in California and I'd love to see you. Oh my god. And then there's like this five minute pause. And I'm waiting. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Like when and where? Mm-hmm. And then like a pause. And then I'm like, Sam, details. I need details. Like California is a big place. Mm -hmm. It's a Monday night. I like, I still have to work. So it takes a little bit and they get back to me. And they're like, I'm going to be in the Burbank area. Um, Oh, that's close to you. It's close, but also like still. As far as like it depends on if it's doable, right? Because like I still have to work. So then oh, I yeah. get into rush right. hour traffic. That's and true. then it's yeah. like we had been getting rain. So it's like ugh, mm. it's that is close for me, but depending on if it rains or not, I'm like, this mm-hmm. is gonna kind of literally put a damper on it. Mm-hmm. Um so I was like, you know, where are you staying? So they said they were staying with this other Erper uh, who they had just met, like uh, I want to say at the Denver con. And um So I was like, can you just like, you know, where do they live? So so Sam's like, I think they're like 20 minutes from Burbank. And I'm like, but which way? Because it makes a big difference. Are we going further away, Mm -hmm. like closer to me or further away? So then they, I'm like, just tell, just find out the city. Tell me the city. Mm -hmm. So then they get back to me, tell me the city. The city is like less than 20 minutes from my house. Oh my God. Like basically the same city, like. It's wow. like Milwaukee versus Wauwatosa. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Sam. Like, I can absolutely meet you. Like, yeah. I don't care what time it is. This mm-hmm. is nothing for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, sure enough, it rains, whatever. Sam's like gets here super late and they're just here for like this quick, like super quick trip. And um, so we meet up. I'm like, I'm at the restaurant waiting, you know, in the parking lot. Sam's like I'm mm-hmm. pulling up. <laughs> so Sam's Uber gets there. We've never met before. I just yell, tacos are tasty. And we <laughs> both hug each other. And it was like, Aww. we had known each other forever. We sat Aww, and then um, fun. Jen met us, this other ERPer um, that, that Sam was going to be staying with. And we just sat there and talked about like, fanfic and earp and everything mm-hmm. in the world, podcasts and you name mm-hmm. it. And the next thing mm-hmm. I know, like the restaurant it should be closing. They closed at eleven. I look at my oh, watch. Wow. It's 1120 and they still <gasps> hadn't kicked us out yet. I'm like, you guys oh like they closed like 20 minutes ago. So like nobody's kicking us <laughs> Yeah. But it was so nice. I was I was so happy I was able to make that happen. That
1: sounds so fun. But it
0: was it was just like super Normal, like yeah, mm-hmm. sure. You just meet people off the internet every day, and mm-hmm. like it's not weird at all, like, right? I've met family members I haven't seen in a long time that were was more awkward than oh hell yeah, an I just met off of Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, plus it's it's because it's strange. It's it's a phenomenon. Like you know, you're talking every day. You're talking about this and that. People know your life. They're what you know, like what's going on behind the scenes, and um. And so our relationship's already building. So I, I, I can't. I, I. It doesn't surprise me that it went off without a hook. Yeah, went off without a hook.
0: Hitch without a hitch. Without a hitch. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Hooks either, <laughs> but I get it. It's fine. I get it. My nose is running. Why? Why does this happen? Get it. Every episode, I just talk about my nose.
1: No, now it's no, now it's something that you're bringing on like subconsciously. No, it's true. it was a thing, a but phenomenon. now. Mm-mm. But now it, your body's like, she gonna talk about it. We might as well start. <laughs> we gonna running. start running, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys. Get ready. Left nostril, you ready? <laughs> yeah, you betcha. Right nostril, you ready? Let's do this. <laughs> you slight. We need our air time, trip,
1: <laughs> and then I'm gonna come full force. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> or it could be brain juice. It's probably
0: brain cerebral cerebral Mm -hmm. fluid for sure
1: yeah probably Mm
2: -hmm. Um, i have
0: a friend that happens to i don't want to talk about it it's gross and then i'll be like and then i'll feel bad because then they have a health
2: problem
1: they're fine
0: it just comes out their nose yeah sure that's normal um (laughs) so then thursday night i went to the christmas at the ranch launch party uh,
1: which you did i told you listen i said text me when you get there Give me a picture of your car. This is going to sound psycho to some people, but I'm not being psycho. I'm being concerned. She was going to LA, which is scary by herself in the dark. Scary. It was scary. And it was fine. You did not do one thing I asked you to do. I said, tell me where you are. Tell me where you park. Take a picture of yourself so I can see in your outfit. You're walking by yourself
0: from the parking to the venue. I want you to take a picture of this, of every street sign at every corner, Mm -hmm. which would have just, no, if it would have been a shady area, that would have just drawn more attention to the fact that I was walking around with a $600 cell phone. Oh God.
1: So and finally, I texted you, and I'm like, it was "Are like you the next there? day?" Or like <laughs> it was not. It was that night. Was I was like, "Are the- you?" Th- yes. Wasn't I already home by then? No, because oh. you had sent me pictures of you and Alice. Well, unless you were home, but no, because then I said, "You. It looks like you're having fun. Tell me when you're going home. Let me and know that's what time the part you leave." I forgot to do. You forgot to do the front part too. You well, forgot to do, the first the to do the first part and the second. And then I said, tell me when you're gonna leave, and then tell me when you get home. So I wake up at like three in the morning, immediately look at my phone. Nothing. I'm like, hello.
0: You texted me, I'm like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already home. Mm-hmm. I'm in bed. It's fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So so yeah. So normally from where I live to this venue in LA, was like 30, 40 miles away.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I had had to work. So I couldn't leave until I was done with work. And then it started raining, which is like having a snowstorm in Wisconsin, because Mm -hmm. as soon as it rains here, the world falls apart and people Mm -hmm. don't know how to drive. And it's horrible. Mm -hmm. It took me two hours to go 30 miles. There were times when I could have gotten out of my car and walked faster. It took two hours to go 30 miles. It the, To get from here to there was only like 30 or 40 miles. It took me two hours to go that far. Is that something that's a normal phenomenon? No. Oh, okay. It should have like, first of all, it was rush hour. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But then you so added, then the, added rain. the rain. But mm-hmm. so like, it should have like, t- here to put it into perspective, to get home, it took me 40 minutes. Okay. Because by then it wasn't rush hour anymore and the rain had cleared up. It was just dark and wet.
1: How could you not have to poop your pants or piss? You're in two hours. You drop planning two hours. You get into this middle of the traffic, the middle of the traffic. You're like, Oh my God, where do I do? What do I do? I would immediately. I don't even know who
0: I am anymore because I stayed so calm and collected. I was like, nothing you can do about it. This, it is what it, I mean, there were times when my car wasn't even moving. I got a little ragey every now and then because I don't, un- I don't understand why that happens. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there was an accident. It had been cleared up. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like six lanes of traffic. Why mm-hmm. can't any of the lanes be going right now? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. fucking go. It's so mm-hmm. irritating. Then to top it off the way it wanted me to go to shave off 15 minutes. Normally I would never do. Cause first of all, I was driving by myself and I've come such a long way since moving here because little background on me. I was in like a really, really bad car accident before I moved to California mm-hmm. and had some PTSD and all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So d- driving again, let alone LA driving was like a huge, huge thing for me. But so the way I had to take it's dark, it's rainy. I don't really know where I'm going. Was this windy Canyon way. And it's like Mm-mm. one lane each way. No. And it was just dark and windy. I was like, whatever it is what it is. This is how you took I it? Get, I took it. I was like, whatever, fuck it. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you made it out alive. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> so I made it. I get there just as uh, Alice meets me. I'm like, I'm going to park across the street, meet me out front. So Alice meets me out front and get there just as the movie's going to start. Oh. And it's dark. I can't like... I'm wearing a mask. It's dark. Like my whole senses are like just mm-hmm. messed up, right? Because mm-hmm. it's dark, I don't really know this. I've never been to this place before. Mm-hmm. I've only met Alice before, so I don't know any of the other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the movie's gonna start, and all I want to do is be like, "Hi, it's so nice to meet you today." And I was like,
1: "Shh." <laughs> mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. Hi,
0: Mm-hmm. but anyway so that was super weird but it was so fun it was so it was. nice it was okay so, so fun. wait
1: stop what you're talking about it was called Christmas on the ranch Christmas at the ranch At the ranch and it was uh, it's is it something anybody can watch it is you have you have to rent it it's through telo films the
0: movie is is cute it's a rom-com it's light, it's fluffy, it's hallmarky. It's like oh, independent film. Tello has done. Uh, they have a, a streaming platform, and it's just yeah. like lesbian and queer content. Okay. And Dom's movie last year, Season of Love, was um, on this this channel. Okay. They had done this this movie, but this movie, Dom's songs were in. Oh. So that it was really fun to hear Dom's songs playing over the big screen to the mm-hmm. to the film. But then I got to meet more Urpers. I you know saw Alice, of course, who I haven't mm-hmm. seen in a, a couple months, mm-hmm. and then uh, I met Alice's partner. Oh, I yeah, I met Urpers um, Kellen, Colby, and Marley. Oh yeah. So it was just like again, like you're at Cheers and everybody knows your name. Like yeah. Right yeah. away, Marley's like, "Oh my God, we got to get a picture with Anne," and I'm like. Oh, hi yeah right <laughs> like you know their faces from yeah. twitter you've, you've like, chatted back and forth here and uh-huh. there it's just like a super weird experience but also
1: totally cool. normal yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's like it's weird to go somewhere where you you haven't physically met this person before but they already mm-hmm. know your name
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also kind of comforting in a weird way
1: yeah i can imagine i can't wait to feel that
0: and so i did get to meet uh christian baker while I was there, who's the director, producer, and CEO of Telo Films, and they sat down oh, wow. with me today to talk about the film and their upcoming queer content. Nice, and our listeners can take a listen to that right now. Uh, thank you so much. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you talking with me today.
2: Woof, 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 woof so excited. I
0: had the pleasure of meeting you briefly uh, at the Christmas at the Ranch uh, backer
2: party in LA last week. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically it was kind of a premiere party. It wasn't just a, yeah, it was like a launch premiere. Exactly. Just a celebration, shall we say, because it had already come out. So, but yeah, it was very much a celebration of, of, uh, of getting it done. Yeah, it looks like you had a great turnout. I wanted to be there earlier, but L.A. rain is a
0: nightmare. So it took me also, two hours to get there. <laughs> what What was this
2: rain nonsense, Los Angeles? This is our snow. Yeah, this is I our mean, winter weather. That was just ridiculous. I was like, of
0: all the flipping, flopping days. I know. And it's an outdoor event, but at least it
2: like lightened up enough that, you know, Agreed. And maybe it just kept away people who weren't as passionate maybe as, uh, as some were about coming to the event. So okay. I always, you know, you can get really caught up in who comes and who doesn't and feeling slighted. Like it's really easy for that ego to like really work on you, you know, about who, and I, and I learned a long time ago and I always just like say a little like prayer or meditation uh, and gratitude for people who show up knowing that that's who is supposed to be there. And people who didn't show up, they're not supposed to be there. And and we don't know why. And whoever's there, that's who you want to focus on and care about and not who's not there. Kristen, Um, I call that
0: party panic. I get it every time. Party panic. That's it. Party panic. Oh, and nailed it. Yes. Yeah. I'm always like, is Party everything panic. perfect? Yes. Who's going to come? Is everyone going to have a good time? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it always turns out for the best either way. It does. And, and there's so many things out of our
2: control, you know?
0: Yeah. My good friend, Alice was a, a backer of the show, a yes. big supporter and, uh, invited me long time ago, like, Hey, when this comes, I know you're in the LA area do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I want to go. Um, so yeah, rain was not going to stop me. Traffic was not going to stop me. Uh, so
2: yeah, came. You. it looked like you had a great turnout. And, and we were really trying to make it COVID um, friendly. So it was most of it was out it was like half outdoors, half indoors with massive high ceilings, you know, so I just wanted everyone to feel as safe as possible, you know, given everything that's like, going on in the world. I think you, you handled it great. Um, uh, more importantly, how are your
0: champagne popping courses going? <laughs> Have you perfected this yet? I mean, new year's <laughs> is almost
2: coming up. You need to get this down. Oh, thank goodness. I know that I am deficient in the popping of the champagne. Um, cause that was ridiculous. I was like, why can't I I didn't even notice
1: until,
2: the, thing, until the video like, was
1: posted later.
0: <laughs> I, I, I didn't Are you afraid of the are you afraid of the pop? Because I'm not afraid at all. of the pop. Okay. No,
2: I just feel like my hands suddenly became like jello and I couldn't I couldn't twist it. I'm not afraid of the pop at all. I love a good like, you know, you know, and I point it, you know, I know to point it away. Right. And, but I couldn't twist it. Like it was like in there in a deep and meaningful way and that top did not want to relinquish it was in love with the bottle and I tore them asunder (laughs) and uh yeah so it was um yeah it was funny because I didn't even realize because Danielle my co-producer had called me over because you know she was like let's just get some champagne and tote and I didn't think it's like yeah this would be fun I didn't even realize that anyone was shooting a video or taking photos or anything until I saw it posted. And then I see like a, a a couple of people had their phones up and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was kind of like a, a thing. And we had our cast members up. So anyway, it was, uh, (laughs) I need to, I need to work on some things (laughs) and, and, and I will be good to go for, for new years. Okay. We're going to need to see proof probably. Yeah, (laughs) no, exactly. Let's talk about
0: Christmas at the ranch. This is your third queer lady rom com. Yeah. Uh first and foremost, thank you. Thank you for this movie. Uh it's starring Lindsay Wagner, who plays Mima, uh, Amanda Reghetti, who plays Kate, Laura Allen, who plays Haley, and Archie Cow. Am I saying that right? Yep. Archie Uh, Cow who who plays Charles. Um I, I saw it for the first time at, at the launch party. Oh, was that the first time? It was. I walked in just as it was starting. So it oh, was, it was dark and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, and I wanted to catch up with everyone. I was getting shushed left and right. Um, I think I was sitting at the table in front of you. Mm-hmm. I apologize because I liked it maybe a little too much. I no, was you should never. and I was hollering and I was never apologizing. Not a thing to apologize for
2: <laughs> ever. I love it. I was I love whooping, a uh, clapping,
0: was uh, kiss, kiss, kiss. Uh, I had a great time. It was oh, really good. nice. Yeah. How, how was it making? How long did it take you to make what, yeah. uh, Lindsay Wagner is looking fine. Yeah. She's looking oh good. Gosh,
2: Amazing. Yeah. All that healthy, healthy living all her, uh, Zen woo woo stuff. She's okay. like, she's a very spiritual, very grounded, meditates a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. She She's looking great. Yeah. it. so we shot, um, for 12 days, um, at a ranch that I co-owned outside of Nashville. And then we shot one day in Los Angeles. Okay. So all the office scenes that you see Haley's office are all LA and those exteriors are all LA. Yeah. All the, the ranchy stuff was shot, um, outside of Nashville. So it was, it was a you know, total of 13 days.
0: You had Laura Allen return who played one of my favorite characters from Season of Love, Mardu. Yeah. Do, uh,
2: yeah.
0: That was really nice to see again. I just, I love the whole city girl goes back to the ranch. Um, it's a great trope, isn't it? I it's just want more
2: lesbians on horses. Just give me Amen. all the lesbians on horses. Amen. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. And then, you know, Laura, interestingly enough, and we, we, we don't talk about this, although so we haven't talked about it a lot, but Lore was originally cast as masonry. Really? Yeah. I, it, and it came to me during a meditation. I was meditating and I was like trying to find masonry. And all of a sudden, Lore's face just literally like came across like this. And I believe very strongly in intuition and signs. And like, I call her my production goddess who guides me. And I was like, so I, and our, our casting director, Julie Gale is a good friend of of Lores. That's how we found her for Mardu. I said, Julie, I think Laura is supposed to play Mar. Uh, I, I think Laura is supposed to play Masonry. She was like, really? Like, yeah. I said, I know it's crazy, but my production goddess said so. And Julie hears me talk about my production goddess. She goes, all right. Well, I said, let's have her do a reading because Dia Frampton was originally cast as Haley. Okay. And so Dia ended up playing Lauren, who's the, you know, the assistant in the office. So we screen tested them together and they over Zoom because of COVID and they were really great and funny. And all of a sudden, two days before she's supposed to get on a plane, maybe one day, Dia tests positive for COVID. Oh, no! Yeah. And so now I'm like, I called Laura and I said, I need you to play Haley. And Laura was of course like, Oh my God, what about, you know, she had all the, like, just cause she's a lovely person. She had all the concerns like, is Dia okay? Like, I don't want to take her role. What am I doing? But the fact is we had already cast Archie because D is um, half Korean. So we had cast a, 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 a another Asian American as her brother. So we had to almost fill that role of Haley with an Asian American. So mm-hmm. it's crazy that Laura was, and Laura was getting on a plane to come over because of the scheduling. For, I mean, like, it was just like my production goddess was like, you, we, you know, it's supposed to be Lore." Right. Well, and it, just, it was the, just it, insane. the,
0: the being able to be so adaptable in these crazy COVID times and just that everything lined up so perfectly, even with those hiccups
2: of, along the way. Oh, and she was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And and I knew she would. I mean, she's wickedly talented, but she really had to have this like huge shift and take mm-hmm. on like something that was, you know, a smaller two day shoot to she was on set every day. You know, it was really sweet that, you know, she was telling people about it and her and like Lindsay just like, I mean, treated her like she was her granddaughter. It was so sweet. She was like, let's run lines. Let's talk through oh things. And She like made her steak or something like that. Like she cooked for her. Like it just was like beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Crazy though.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, everyone's adapting and yeah. you, I would have never even known that you
2: went through all those hiccups. I know. know. We We haven't talked about it too, too much. Um, n- not for any other reason than it, you know. It just all worked out. Just all worked out. So what can we expect next from Tello in 2022? You're working on some other stuff. One of the things I'm really excited about, we are working on, I want to create a, a, like a lesbian franchise thriller. Okay. Or like a, like a, you know, queer female franchise thriller.
0: And and there's no. A scare
2: BNB. Can we talk about that? Scare BNB. Okay. Yeah. Um, and b And I just think it would be really like we just, our community doesn't have one. And I thought, how cool would it be to create a franchise that specifically always has like a, a WLW couple or like two characters and something in that kind of this vein of lower, lower budget, you know, still keeping within our budget, like primarily one location, limited cast. So we're shooting the first one. It's called Scare B and B the Hosts. Then the next one we've actually uh, I've had a first draft sent to me and I'll have another one. And that one's called Scare B and B the Double Booking. Okay. And yeah, so um, so that's something that that we're working on. I have uh, amazing actresses, you know, four, four female lead who all identify as queer and all, you know, or all but one, I think are women of color. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited about the representation that that we're going to have in in this movie and they're all excited we've met like we know we got to get a lot done in a few days in in limited number of days and that's kind of going to be part of all of this. So that's something we're working on is creating this like cool franchise that's going to be part of Tello. Going from the rom coms to the thrillers. I know, right? <laughs> How scary is it? Well, is it scary? Here's the first of all, this is the other thing. No one's gonna die. Okay. And that I feel very passionately about because I think you can scare people and not kill people. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's more of a mystery thriller than it is a straight up horror movie. Okay. Like, Suspenseful. Think, like, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're really trying to figure out like. What is happening? Who are who's? And I remember that maybe don't tell people that nobody dies. I know not are gonna want to be scared and think that people you know are what, gonna die, right? You know, it's funny. The actresses were like, re, "I know." Maybe cut that out. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> um, the actresses were reading through it and they're like, "Well, this person's gonna die," you know, and they're like, "No one dies." And I, you know, because number that's been a rule of Tellos from the beginning that no lesbian dies in the end. Okay, wonderful. Um. And I think you can still be have threat and feel scared and threatened, but know that no one's going to lose their life. You know, it's Mm -hmm. almost like when you watch a show like like Wynonna Earp or Legends of Tomorrow, you know, they're not going to kill Winona. You know they're not going to kill Waverly, but it doesn't mean you don't feel scared when they're put in danger. Right? Absolutely. Because you're like, they're not going to kill them, but I don't know how they're going. But right now, I feel like maybe it could happen.
0: I know it's not going to, but I'm still feeling that strong.
2: But you can still so yeah, we have you know we we as humans, when they're storytelling, we have amazing empathy. So yeah. So that's uh, so it's more of like ooh like what's happening and what's going on and who are the bad guys and right. you know that kind of, that kind of thing okay um, that is part of Scarebnb and then we have a, a finished script called Mary and Gay that I would love to have as our, our next holiday rom-com. It was part of the, you know, way back in 2018, when we ran our pitch to production contest, that was all around holiday rom-coms, we ended up picking three. We picked season of love, Christmas at the ranch and Mary and gay. And so that one is, I I, I need to, I need to have like a table read and have some people voice put some voices to this, but that's the one that I'm kind of hoping to put out, uh, in 2022. Okay. And it's a, it's a girl from New York comes back home to her small town, successful Broadway star comes home to her small town and sees her, you know, high school sweetheart. So it's, it's that very tropey still. That's always a good
0: one. That's a classic though. You
2: can't go wrong with that. You know, I don't think so. And you know, the funny thing is too, like our community is really not used to the holiday rom-com genre. So, you know, I always find it interesting when, when people are on Twitter or putting comments in the, you know, in the, in, on, on YouTube, and they're just like, there wasn't enough kissing or it was so predictable. I know what's going to happen. And it's like, it's a rom-com, everyone. Like, you know what's going to happen. They're Of course, they're going to save the ranch. Of course, they're going to end up kissing in the end. Like, it's really funny. They get very upset when you give it away. And I and I remember I was talking to someone. I said, could you imagine how angry people would get if if we tricked them and they didn't save the ranch? Right.
0: Well, and it's you, you want kind of like you were saying about, about the thriller, it's like, you want to be able to, you can be scared and still not have someone die. And it's like, you can still be predictable, but have a great movie, you know? And it's like, I I feel like I kind of want that predictability because we've seen it in heterosexual films over and over and over again, but we still watch them. You know, it's like love actually all these other like holiday classics. And it's like, I mean, I don't want to be spoilery, but the bed part in Christmas at the ranch, I was like classic trope, but it was great. It's like, yeah. of
2: course, of course, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. It's like as <laughs> soon as she gets out to that cabin, it's like, you're not going home. Like, no. what are you talking about? Come on. What are you the roads? About? Yeah. It's
0: everything's gonna go to hell and you're gonna have to stay here. We know what's gonna happen. Yes. But yeah. it doesn't make it any
2: less enjoyable, that's for sure. Super cute scene. Super, Super cute. adorable, sweet scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's just funny to see people comment because I just don't think they're like used to that for our community, you know. They're like, you know, you don't know. Ammonite, are they going to end up together? We don't know. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Is she going to look across the theater? Like, so unsatisfying. Like, oh my God, are they going to see each other? Are they going to blow blub- no, like, and then you get angry, at least I do, because yeah. I'm like, they're like, that's reality. I'm like, I don't care. I like, don't want reality. I want the happy ending. But, but you truly like, don't know, like, you know, um, disobedience, chasing her down the street. Stop. Oh, she still runs away. She still drives away. It's like, oh, my God. Right. Like, give me a predictable happy ending any day over. A, are they going to F us again? Right. Especially during the holidays standing.
0: too. Oh, I know. So is that is that kind of the goal of Tello's to have
2: a, a holiday rom-com every year? Yes, I I really, it's, it seems to, yeah, it is. I, and I think it's really important. This was the first year that we really got some amazing press that mentioned Tello around it, which was really exciting because you never know if the press is gonna recognize your little holiday rom-com. Uh, and your platform. So it was really cool to see like NBCnews.com and um, Vulture and just. All the, you know, mainstream publications give Tello a shout out. And, and I think it, I just think it's so important to, to have a cheesy holiday rom-com. I really do. I mean, and I don't mean to get on a high horse and think it's anything other than a, a really sweet, lovely story, but it's so important for us to get our lovely cheesy holiday rom-com just like every other community, you know? And the more we can have, the better.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the catalog of cheesy lesbian rom-coms is pretty small. So I'm good with you doing one a year to just build that catalog up. We've exactly. got a lot of catching up to do.
2: We do. Oh, yeah. so much. I really thought we were going to have more this year than we did last year.
0: So, yeah. So I'm going to rewatch Christmas at the Ranch this week. I'm also Aww, going to uh, uh, watch the the New Year's one. I hate New Year's.
2: Yes. I haven't seen that one yet, but I, I saw it's, that that's in the it, catalog. Super cute. You know, everyone loves the music. There's a lot of music in that one. It's very music okay, heavy. Okay. Everyone loves the music in that one. So. Fantastic. So I'm going to watch that.
0: Um, Kristen, where can everyone find you on social media?
2: So you can find me at Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N, Kristen Tello on both Instagram and Twitter. But I, I did want to give your listeners the 30% off just for... For your podcast listeners, Fantastic. I mean, obviously if they want to post it and tweet about it, they can, but uh, the code that we set up for you all is C A T R rent. Okay. And if they put that code in at checkout for Christmas at the ranch, they will get 30% off of a rental.
0: Fantastic. It's a perfect yes. time
2: to watch it right before Christmas weekend. Cozy up, yeah, get some hot cocoa and cider or whatever your, your beverage of choice is a hot toddy and eggnog and curl up. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much
0: for being here and taking time thank on you. your day. I hope the new year finds you healthy and happy and safe as can be. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate
2: everything you do and uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, Anne. And thank you for like, spreading the love of, you know, lesbian content and content for the community and, you know, queer women loving women, all the all the words you know my my old gay heart like I
0: just wish these
2: shows were around when I was
0: younger like the fact that the there's so many um younger folks who can see these these stories represented on their screens in all the different forms that are available now is just so amazing to me that that they have it from like early on whereas it took me forever and going to oh, Blockbuster as a young queer to find gosh. as much content as I could.
2: Sneaking up your GoFish copy. And oh my exactly go fish. <laughs> <laughs> like uh,
0: better than chocolate. Like, okay, yeah. they totally know I'm oh gay God. now. Oh they totally oh know I'm yeah. gay. Yeah. Going to totally. the like the alternative lifestyle section of uh, blockbuster Blockbuster. And- I feel you. It's like you you outed yourself every time you took it up every to the desk, time, every time. time. <laughs> hey, we soldiered on so others would uh, would have this easier, right?
2: Indeed, we did. Indeed, we did. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Anne. Have a good one. Thanks. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: In talking with Kristen today, they are offering uh, our listeners 30% off the rental of Christmas at the ranch. So with code C-A-T-R rent, type that in and um, they talk all about it in the interview. They're going to get 30% off. How fun. Thank you. I know. Super nice. But that's awesome. So yes, I met a flannel of herpers all in one week. That's what we call a group of herpers, a flannel oh. of
1: herpers, get it I'm like wait a second was that an that was on the was twitter that, a- that was not an easter egg <laughs> this is on the twitter <laughs> flannel of herpers.
0: <laughs> that's funny good right yeah that is funny oh i can't remember who coined that one but so um so i tried you know i'm trying to do all this christmasy stuff and mm-hmm. like Mostly because last year was just what a mess, right?
1: Uh-huh. But
0: like Carter, my son, who's like usually like the easiest to please, uh-huh. was like so down in the dumps last year for Christmas, and uh-huh. like he won't oh. really say anything about it. But I was like, "Buddy, what's wrong?" And he's like, "Yeah, it just doesn't really feel like Christmas." No, so, like it didn't. this for year, I didn't love. even realize it, but I was like, you know, I got a bigger, better tree. <laughs> like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like doing the stuff, and it's like they're at the stage where they don't even want to like help me decorate it or anything, but they know, like, they still want it there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'd put all the ornaments on, whatever. Um, so then I'm like, I'm going to do sugar cookies. And I had, <laughs> so I, I don't, like, I like the idea of the finished product, right? I have this expectation in my head of what it's going to look like when I'm done, I don't like the execution of it. I don't like the time it takes to do what I want to do. I just want the finished product, but I'm willing to do the work. I'm just not happy about it. So I have the box of like pre ready to go, just add the egg, just add the the butter. Like I've made these before they're fine, Mm -hmm. but like, Sugar cookies are a fucking pain in the ass. Such a pain in the ass. It's the mixing of the dough which never is incorporated enough and there's like then your arm is sore cuz you're mixing so much cuz the mixer can't take it anymore cuz it's too stiff. So then you do that then you, gotta, aw, then you got to then you got to chill the dough. Then you got to roll the dough. Then you got to put flour on the table that, and no. it's sticking and it's just it's all that bullshit, right? And then like, and then cut it and then wad it back up and roll it out again. No. It's, we all have been there. Right. But I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it because I know it's what my children like. They don't want to partake in it anymore, but they still expect it to be there. In my head, I was gonna make the cutest Winona Earp people like gingerbread people. Okay. I had it all ready to go in my head. I was gonna do Waverly in her jean shorts and her shorty shirt. I was gonna oh, do okay. Royal Icing. Uh-huh. I was gonna do Winona in the black jacket and a crop top. Uh-huh. My cookies turned out like such a fucking shit show. They like they spread and they were just like these thin blobs
1: of like okay something was wrong did you what did you was your eggs were they expired no
0: i don't like everyone on twitter was like and i was just like fuck this shit like i my expect again you start with your expectations too high Mm -hmm. you're gonna always be let down and i had this Mm -hmm. grandiose like such a pinterest i blame pinterest for all of my problems Mm -hmm. Such a great idea in my head. And I was like, but I still have like a glob of dough because I didn't even like finish because these ones just eat that like an apple. I should just eat that like an apple. I was like, fuck this shit. So I was so pissed Mm -hmm. off. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do my spritz cookies because at least I get to use this fun extruder like tool. Mm -hmm. You know, I like tools. And like, these are just, mm-hmm, this is just like the Play-Doh fun factory. Like they turn out yeah. they're this, and I like symmetry. Like they turn out this, like every single one is the same.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I'm doing that. Things like aren't starting off so great. Like it's not coming out of the tube, like whatever. Finally I get it to work and I'm like, yeah, now we're cooking. Like, look at all mm-hmm. this. These Christmas trees look great. I tip over this giant container of sprinkle like of those cinnamon Shut imperial things were flying everywhere and that was like my final straw i lost my shit and stacy's so like what's going on and i'm like well i'm just trying to make a christmas and everything's going to shit with these cookies right now and she's like oh okay okay well um what's wrong with these sugar cookies these these look exactly the way i like them and i'm like They're disgusting. You're an animal. How could you possibly? I'm like, don't even try to tell me these look good right now. She's like, well, let's see. I'm sure they taste great. Did you not do this? Did you? And I'm like, don't try to like box. figure out what I did wrong. Right. And she takes a bite and like, these are mm-hmm. like wafer thin. She's like, Oh, these are great. They're just how I like them. And I'm just like giving her every eye roll in the
1: world. Like <laughs> just how don't like try
0: them. to make this better. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, this is, like... <laughs> but then even to start, like I went, I had set all my baking stuff on the, on the dining room table. I see my son in the playroom on his games with a bag of marshmallows and there's only like seven marshmallows left in it and I'm like where'd, oh you, my get God. Those? where'd you get those marshmallows and he's like Zoe gave them to me <gasps> and I look I go to my baking supplies like I had prepared everything so I didn't yeah. have to go to the store again I had everything out she freaking took it from the supplies so I flipped oh, my lid and my I was God. like mother fuck what are you <laughs> doing and she's like what and I said why did you eat these marshmallows? These were for my baking. And she's like, well, what was I supposed to know? I'm like, because they were on the dining room table, the dining room we never use with, <laughs> with all, all of the my baking, baking supplies stuff. all set out. And she's like, well, how am I supposed to know? You put stuff on that table all the time. I'm like, you mean next to this brick of brown sugar and powdered <laughs> sugar and clearly the like cookie cutters and sprinkles. Like this says to God you,
1: damn teenagers. eat me.
0: Like this is like here, this is dinner. Like what? Mm-hmm. nice try. So I had to go back out to the store. I spent $150. I don't even know what I bought.
1: The second time you went to the store? The
0: second time I went to the store. (laughs) Why? To get marshmallows. I ended up with like two bags of powdered sugar. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Because then I had a panic that I didn't have enough supplies.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So long story short, I'm going to be baking for two
1: weeks. You didn't even do
0: them yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in hell. I I would just I should just be working. This two weeks off isn't gonna do me well. Do you remember I told you I mentioned last week or whatever that I had these carolers come to the door?
1: You didn't tell me the story.
0: Okay. So it was it was the seventh, because I'm looking at my ring history right now. And Stacey so is sitting on the couch. And I'm like, do you hear kids like? running around outside or something. And it was it was nighttime, but it's hard to tell what time it is because it's dark already. So it like feels Mm -hmm. like midnight o'clock. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. do you hear like children running around outside? And Stacey's like, Uh yeah, but who cares? They're not ours. So like whatever. Right. So we're just sitting there like whatever. And then I'm in my room and I'm like editing something and the ring doorbell goes off. And I just look at it from my phone because I'm Mm -hmm. like I have headphones on. Editing and I just see it's the night cam, so it's super weird because it's like dark Uh and everyone's like glowing. It's just weird, uh right? And it's a it's a child. I don't know, like seven or eight, and they they ring the doorbell, but then they're covering the camera with their hand. So I'm like immediately just like curmudgeonly and pissed off. Like what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Right? Like now my dogs are gonna bark. Like and it's it's seven o'clock at night, which again is making me. (laughs) So like yeah, you sound very old right now. Right? right.
1: But it I'm like, is 645.
0: I'm, we have first of all, dinner. So I'm like, first of all, like it's dark out. It's seven o'clock at night. You rang my doorbell, then you covered it up. And what do you expect me to get up from what I'm doing right now? And answer right. the door, like, I don't answer the door. No. We're not doing that. Right. Mm-mm. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going to play the video for you. Right. Okay. Because what happens next is like, just, I don't, I Found it comical,
1: but what is that? Is that you walking to the door? Jingle bells,
2: jingle bells, jingle the
1: They're fucking carolers. What are you doing? I was so like, what are you doing? What are you so, doing? So mean.
2: What are you doing? But there were. But. It gets better.
0: It gets better. So first of all, like, again, they were covering the camera. I just saw two kids. It's nighttime. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? Then the parents appear from. I don't know where they were for the whole shenanigans.
2: (laughs) Hey.
1: It's so painful. Aww. Listen to me. Come, I'm gonna bake it till I make it now.
2: Yay! Yay. Happy holidays. We
0: have a little uh, loaf of bread for you. We can just leave it out here. christy made it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. And also, uh,
1: Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. A...
2: All right.
1: Thank you. Get off my lawn. You didn't even open the door. I didn't even you come to the to door. I talked to the them doorbell. through the camera.
0: First of all, because I was mortified at this point that I was like, "What are you doing?"
2: Yeah.
0: Was... <laughs> there was no way I was coming. Do you to the know door these people? Not. I think they live at the end of the block. They have like 900 children. So, so not only do I not answer the door, I just say, what are you doing? And then they immediately break into song. They left like a homemade
1: loaf of bread and a Christmas card at the door. Oh my God. I, just- I am mortified <laughs> for I have, to move. Right now.
0: I have to move now I am the bitchy neighbor who was like it's dark out like but come on they were like they were covering the camera I was just annoyed. okay cu-
1: no no okay I- I'll agree with you about that covering the camera is not okay like yeah. there's a reason that that sounds I wouldn't have gone to the door either if somebody was ding dong and then covered the camera I'd be They're like well around. that's somebody that's gonna yeah. be murdering like, me in- if I go to the door the parents so, should
0: have been with the kids Like, yeah. A little faster like don't let them run ahead right right (laughs) oh and here thank
1: you and we have a loaf of bread for you so here's me just watching on my phone rolling my
0: eyes like oh and i have to be (laughs) nicey nice because this wasn't just your average ding dong ditch shenanigans this is carolers On December 7th.
1: Well, you know what, though? So you're bringing, you're bringing like the negative to this. Like, <laughs> this was really nice. They probably it as a family not as wholesome as you're made, to make the, it seem. made <laughs> the bread. <laughs> They got all ready. They were super excited. They practiced. I, so they practiced jingle bells in the garage like fourteen times before they left. They the kids memorized this it. Is they the were same really family excited. that like their kids are naked half the time, running
0: up and down this streets. I was like, "Stacy, go get the door." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "They left some bread." What do you mean they left bread? Just go get. Just ants. Go to the door. There's bread. <laughs> I was not going out there. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't either. No, I, absolutely 100% I zero chance of that. Ever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I'm an asshole now. You should do.
1: What do you want? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What do you want?
0: <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. Happy- Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays. <laughs> you oh, yeah.
1: Jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle bells. Thank you. Now do where Now I have to give you a thank you letter for the bread and the song. Ugh, the
0: whole thing. Why?
1: No, you know what they're probably doing? They're probably like, we have to go be nice to all the neighbors because our kids are stupid and they're out running around like a bunch of animals all the time. Now we
0: have to bake bread for the and whole now we have to break that
1: be- bake bread, and go sing Jingle Bells so they think that we're fine. Ugh, everything's fine. Everything's fine.
0: So that. <laughs> So how my holly jolly started
1: oh my god that is so funny that is so funny <laughs> carolers to me is the equivalent of a mariachi band when you're trying to have dinner at a mexican restaurant what do you do it's do the most do? uncomfortable it's thing so you have it to might as well be a lap
0: dance i mean smile it's like just... the
1: neighborhood version
0: of a lap dance yeah nobody yeah. really wants it not no. when people are watching
1: no. no and then you like can you drink while they're no, right. no drinking? Like, okay can we my continue hands, to so eat
0: this is awkward mm-hmm. now do do i give you a dollar when you're done is a dollar mm-hmm. like how do i tip
1: mm-hmm.
0: what there's just mm-hmm. no rules and if there are our rules we don't know what they are right no So thank you but no thank you <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we should go to everyone's hotel room at Irpa Blues and be like
2: yeah <laughs>
1: If it, if if
0: if you hear that outside your door, it's us. Just just answer. <laughs> we're gonna cover, we're gonna knock, and then we're gonna cover the people. That's what we're gonna
1: We're do. not gonna have bread
0: though. No, there's no bread. <laughs> It'll be banana liqueur.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I shot a banana yeah. liqueur last
0: time. Showing up uh so yeah i've just been holly jelling i've been watching a lot of um hallmarky christmas movies i thought that
1: was a big thing on twitter that was in a
0: hallmark movie it was delightful
1: okay
0: it wasn't queer but it was still really cute and it you should watch it if you can find it on the hallmark channel miracle of love because it's based on a true story from oshkosh
1: excuse me
0: yeah, do you know Joy Baking and Eric soda? Fellman of
1: Oshkosh? Yeah, the Fellmans. <laughs> You're just saying that. I don't know the Fellmans, but Joy. and Eric? <laughs> Um, here's the situation with the Fellmans. We had some pizza together. Did you have down some at Cranky Cats? Um, no. What's what is the story? Is it okay? Wait a second. Is it a story from 1924? Because I don't like those stories. Is it a modern day story? Um, I,
0: well, they're older now. They have like grown children, but it, it's it's part of the God Wink Christmas franchise, which usually isn't my jam. But it's just like these little things that happen in your life, like these little coincidences that oh, it's oh yeah, really the cute.
1: wink thing. Yes, yes I know but that. The cat okay. was in mm-hmm. it,
0: so it didn't matter. It sold me. Do they still live in Oshkosh? I believe so. <gasps> really? F- I'm going to I'm going to on Facebook. <laughs> oh, the best um- part. If you watch it it's not the best part but i'm saying it's the best part at the end they show the real joy in eric and photos And it's like old, awkward photos. Like they don't mean to be awkward, but they're so dated. Like, you know, their kids are cringing because it's like bowl cuts and, you know, their grown children are like, I cannot believe mom and dad put that photo in there. But, you know, the mom and dad did it on purpose because they were that bad.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was pretty delightful. (laughs) It was like, if you were going to do it, you're going to pick like, (laughs)
1: I'm going to put the kids photos in there. you
0: going to (laughs) be this photo the year you refuse to smile.
1: (laughs) Um, and it seems like on Twitter, there's a quite a buzz about some other movie, but it, there was queer content in it.
0: Yes. It was on lifetime just the other night and it was called under the Christmas tree. I liked it a lot. It was super cute. Mm, okay. You could probably find that one too. It'll play again. It I'm will. also really liking, uh, this is on Amazon. It's called with love
1: uh-huh.
0: and there's only five episodes right now, but it's like this Queer, it's takes place over like the Christmas holidays and New Year's and Valentine's Day, uh, queer content. It's really fun with
1: love. Is it funny or dramatic? It's both. It's everything. Okay. Okay. It's cute. Okay. Okay. It's with like love. one of
0: those storylines where like all the different stories kind of like intertwine with the other story. Mm-hmm. Like they're all kind of connected somehow, like crash that way. Yeah, I was just going
1: to say, yeah, I have this horrible habit of screenshotting anything on Facebook that gives lists of like documentaries or good podcasts or whatever. And then I try to find it, and revisit it and watch those documentaries. Oh, if you had an Android
0: phone and you could just look in your Google screenshots, you'd be able to find it right away because it's classified under screenshots
1: so anyway the
0: whatever your phone now merry christmas
1: i can't even send you a voice text (laughs) i can still screenshot i can put them in folders if i need to i can do anything i want but voice text to you oh
0: my gosh anyway so as um, no this is voice text as i'm as i'm driving home from the launch party in la it's still dark it's rainy i realize like I was a little dressed up, so I didn't bring all my keys. I just brought my car key Shit. Uh-huh. and the fob, right? Because I didn't want big keys in my pocket. i carabiner. I'm like total lesbian. So I'm driving home and I'm like, fuck, it's late. By the time I get home, it's going to be like 11, 12 o'clock. It's a weeknight. I don't, I don't want the dogs to bark. I don't want to have to ring the doorbell and cover up the ring camera. And yeah. Jingle and start jingle bells. bells. Um, so. <laughs> I say to my phone, I, cause I have, I have Alexa in my car. Oh, she just
1: whispered that. Oh. Alexa, stop. You said that like it was your child. Alexa, stop. I get so. And you rolled your eyes.
0: <laughs> anyway. So I have her in my car. So I say her name and I say. Manexa. Text Daisy And I say our last mm-hmm. name. Uh And, but I didn't say our whole last name. I just said like Uh her last name before we hyphenated. Uh And so she was like, do you mean, and I'm like, yes, you know, you know exactly who I mean. So Uh text her. So she's like, what do you want to say? I say, don't have my keys. Don't lock door. Uh She says, okay, have keys lock door. No. Do you want me to send? I said, no, no. No, sense. driving. It's dark, still a little rainy. Mm-hmm. I say her name now. I'm frustrated. I say her name again. Text,
1: Text this person. blah blah blah. Uh huh.
0: Don't have keys, don't lock door. Still says have key. Like she, no, you have understand to understand that I'm saying because don't. you say.
1: I don't have Mikey. Why are you like putting it into like Morse code? I'm Morris just trying code? to abbreviate. I don't know. <laughs>
2: just make it <laughs> because simple. Because like you're typing it.
0: Because <laughs> well, I'm also kind of in a hurry. Because I'm like, it's late. Like, she might not see this text because she might already be like asleep, right? So I'm like trying to get it out fast. Fourteen while, like, times longer now it's than. Fourteen should... times, and she still didn't get it. So I had to text when I got to a stoplight because oh I God. wasn't on the freeway yet. So I'm like, she comes back. She. Not Alexa, but Stacy. She, not you, Alexa. Stop. She replies, "What do you mean you don't have your keys? You're driving." I mean, I'm come like, on! I don't I have time to get into this. I'm already like, just don't walk the house, right? And I'm yeah. like, she's like, I thought you took your car, so that I have to wait. No, I'm on my light. I'm
1: on my and We're doing what? If, uh, yes, I have my just car. Key. Don't fucking argue with me right now. I'm driving. Just don't. Simply don't lock the door. What do you think I'm doing? (laughs) I hotwired the car tonight. That's what was my plan. Yeah. I have one key. Don't lock door. Oh, my God. Just don't lock the door. All you need to say
0: is, okay. But all you needed to say
1: was, I don't have my keys. Please don't lock the door. Oh,
0: I had to say, please. I had to be polite. Thank you. (laughs) Well, it sounds better. What were you going to say? I totally
1: cut you off because you're talking I, about voice texting screenshots. So, um, <laughs> right back to screenshots. So I'm, I found this documentary that I'm like, come on, Chase, let's, let's watch this documentary and everything. And it was called the Jasper mall. <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen it?
1: No, it's just about a mall. Oh my God. It was the worst. It was, it wasn't the worst. Somebody worked very hard on it, but I like documentaries that are information-filled, like you learn something or you have an experience when you're watching it or whatever. Sincerely was just a strip mall and this guy named Mike, who is the maintenance guy, they went around and followed the maintenance guy and then talked to the, some of the shop owners, one of them was retiring, but we don't have a one of them <laughs> of
0: and this is the content that's being made.
1: I was like, where are we going with this the whole time? But I'm not giving up on Does it. Mike right. Because murderer. Mike- yeah. I- <laughs> apparently he watched porn in the office. That was a rumor just by some of the wall- mall walkers. We weren't really present. <laughs> Um, sincerely, and I was not going to give up on it though. I was not going to turn it off because I made her come and sit down with me. Like we are going to this. There's this is somebody online mm-hmm. who said this was a good, a really good documentary. Like I can't believe it's not on this specific list that lists all the really good documentaries. So it was over, and I'm like, uh, I have another one we can watch. <laughs> She's like. Absolutely, you're not. done.
0: Yeah, you uh, don't uh. get to pick anymore. <laughs> <I'm> so it's <horrible. laughs> kind of it news. My Hallmark movie, like the Caprals in it. Fine, fine, yeah. we'll watch it. <laughs> it
1: Jasper Mall. I would give it about a three and <laughs> Two stars.
0: <laughs> would not recommend. Uh, hey, we have our first submissions for sexy gay aunt advice. Mm. So we can do sexy gay aunts give holiday advice. These are all okay. holiday themed. Are you ready? <gasps> I'm ready. Put on your sexy gay aunt hat advice. No, put on your sexy gay aunt advice hat hat or you cape jingle. Oh, we're doing capes. We could do capes. We should do capes like superheroes with yeah. with SGA A on the back. Yeah. What about masks?
1: Like a Nacho Libre mask? Yeah. I'm not wearing, <laughs> yeah.
0: tights, I'm not wearing tights. Okay. Oh, God. So BFG underscore 12. You're not supposed to read. Oh, no. Well, how it's are they going to know anonymous. it's their question? They didn't They, say, they asked on Twitter. It. Oh, okay. They asked on Twitter. So it's not anonymous. Okay. So BGF underscore 12 wants to know. Here's what they say. I just found out I have to fill my father-in-law's stocking this year. I'd love to hear your advice on A, what to put in it and B, how to make this happen in a short amount of time.
1: Gift cards, and candy,
0: gift cards and candy. So
1: sure. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Doing things for your in-laws is weird. Mm-hmm. And um, because it's not like they're your, you know, kid or your your parent or your sibling or something like that you know them but you kind of don't know and they're them. in a
0: grown adult so they probably they're, have everything They uh, need have everything they, would they just need buy it right.
1: if they wanted it so you know what you could do you could put um so a big box of junior mints a big box of um raisinettes and a gift card to a movie theater and a warm pair of socks this
0: is what i something say. like that cvs drugstore whatever your drugstore is socks Like you said, like they Mm -hmm. always have fun novelty socks,
1: fun socks. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh,
0: Mini bottles of liquor. Okay. And scratcher lottery tickets.
1: (gasps) Listen to me right now. That is on my top, the top of my list for gifts. Hotel with NyQuil. Scratch lottery tickets. Done. I'm the easiest (laughs) person to shop for. I did a did a hunt
0: for adults one year and I put um, scratcher lottery tickets in it.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. Good.
0: And you know, another thing? Flashlights. Everybody always needs a flashlight.
1: Flashlight, sharpies. Sh- yep. Yeah. Oh God. Give me a pack of, of sharpies, and I'd be like your local drugstore. Done. Hundred percent. Some yeah. candy. You're good. You're good. That. So you. The problem is, is that you overthink it, and you want to make it really personal. But the father-in-law is not going to fucking care. He just wants some socks and some candy and a gift card he to just a movie wants theater. To just right. wants to be included. It just wants to be included. Home Depot yeah. gift card, done. Home Depot, unless they live in a condo. Don't do Home Depot. You still Amazon. They
0: still need light bulbs.
1: Mm, yeah, but Amazon. Yeah.
0: Second one. Alex okay. wants to know how not to get bored when you're spending your holiday dinner with
1: a bunch of strangers. Ew, why are you doing that?
0: Maybe just like uh, they got invited. They're a the plus one. And they didn't have anything else to, I don't know the situation. We're not asked. This is not our place to ask the situation. We're just giving advice. They're in this situation. Now, what do we do?
1: Go pockets loaded with um, fake stories about yourself.
0: Fake stories.
1: hundred percent. Like Alex. So what, where are you from? I'm from um, a really small Island off the coast of Trinidad and Tobago. Called and then fucking make it up. Who cares? You could you're do. Just talking about you
0: our your neighbor. <laughs> Maurice's story. You're <laughs> <laughs> tell them you're our friend Maurice.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be even funnier. Like have somebody's story, like or a movie line, or yeah, because you have to have
0: like it like that. something you could. <gasps> a movie plot that would be uh-huh. good, and see uh-huh. how long it takes for them to figure out. Like, wait a and minute, and if you're never. I've and if you're never this, gonna, i've seen this film before and i didn't mm-hmm. like the ending mm-hmm.
1: right and if you're never going to see him again then who fucking cares exactly. so just see if you can do it use it as a use it as a like a um like an
0: improv lesson yeah so can like, I, I do this mm-hmm. can it's i do
1: this? Bad. oh yeah that would be i like fun. it now i want to do that you could do like the whole um you could do like any movie okay think of it like natural Libre you could do you could say that you grew up in um an orphanage in um off the border of Mexico and um you but do they let being... if
0: they're with a friend do they let their friend know that this is what they're gonna do oh if you're sp- yeah bring it on them right No. oh that, be would be that would be funnier Your funny, friend you yeah. be like excuse me you're yeah. from Columbus Ohio
2: <laughs> what are
0: you talking about your parents are Jeff and Marjorie
1: <laughs> yeah well you if you're trying to make it fun that's one way to make it fun
0: that is uh i guess you wouldn't be bored anymore right problem solved next ding, ding. question purgatory freaks wants to know we have another one yeah we have a, a few how to answer when your uncle's Or, drunk relatives ask you why you're not married yet when you clearly don't want to, even when you're uh, in your 30s and have made it clear several times, but they still don't get it.
1: How about I say, um, fuck the
0: patriarchy. Um, Marriage is an old institution.
1: Do say, have a a witty, have a witty comeback that has to do something with their life. Like, um, when am I going to get married? When are you going to graduate high school? I'm going to get married the same time that you graduate high school. You 49-year-old uneducated shit.
0: <laughs> or just keep <laughs> just keep repeating their question. So if mm-hmm. they say when you're getting married, say, when are you getting married? Even if yeah. they're married. Yeah. We're, just, we're just like basically sound like you've had a stroke. And just <laughs> <laughs> like what are they going to do? Like,
1: Or like, um, God, uncle, um, Terry, I look at your marriage and it makes me never want to get married. I'm never getting married (laughs) or, um, uncle Terry, I'm going to get married the same time that you start clipping your toenails gross, you know, like something, just bring it back on them. That's a horrible question to ask. That's a lot of conflict. Well for real no seriously though but like, that's
0: so easy for us to say because we're not in that situation but you know when you're in that situation you're just like uh but because that's I don't wh- want what to. i'm saying
1: that's what i'm saying is that it's a horrible thing to ask somebody why it's would you a horrible ask, somebody, thing to that ask somebody, that somebody but
0: people ask it all the time it's the same as like when are you gonna have kids
1: when we're when we're done practicing having sex constantly
0: <laughs> we're trying Every day. As a matter of fact, we're gonna go try in your bathroom right Right. now.
1: We try it on the way here. We'll see. (laughs) We'll give it a couple weeks.
0: You know that last time we have sat for you? We tried it in your bedroom.
1: We didn't change the seats. (laughs) But we're
0: trying it. We're trying it right now. Do
1: you want to try it right now? Right now? (laughs) but no that's seriously like if somebody would keep asking me that i'd be like fuck finally i would lose my shit be like i'll let you know i'll let you know i'll if you you'll be the first to know
0: again we didn't say it was going to be good advice we're just going to give you advice (laughs) (laughs) uh okay amanda's shit show wants to know how to deal with your religious family when you are one gay 2 antisocial. And three, (gasps) socially awkward. Mm -hmm. And uh, they also keep finding themselves in the smallest room in the house alone just to have some peace and quiet. Um, And then they say, FYI, I'm only asking so I can listen to the podcast during church. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with being socially awkward and in the smallest room in the house by yourself. because
1: that's where I'm the most comfortable.
0: (laughs) Just because you show up to the party. It doesn't mean you have to engage in a ton of conversation, be in the center of the activities at all times. It is okay. I fell asleep on the couch one year because I had like had it. It was like, I just Mm -hmm. removed myself from the situation, Mm -hmm. curled up and took a snoozy snooze Mm -hmm. because my kids were entertained with their cousins. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you don't have to be everything to everyone all the time. You can talk about. I,
1: I, this is very un, um, this is not how I normally am, but I went into Thanksgiving thinking to myself, okay, everyone around this table minus my nieces and nephew, um, are very conservative Mm -hmm. and they always talk about fucking, oh, um, they always talk about politics. politics. They always I mean. talk about like what they just, it, and it doesn't even make any sense. And then they'd all worked up about it. And none of my nieces and nephew are going to say anything because that's their parents. And they're, it's like my siblings or my parents, my parents, but I'm 70 now. So it doesn't matter what I say to them. And I got really ballsy on Thanksgiving and they started talking about this stupid podcast that's all totally conservative and blah, blah 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 and I looked down at the end of the table I go I'm really uncomfortable with this conversation can we talk about something different and they were in shock mm-hmm. and my nieces and my nephew look at me like go Aunt Casey like yeah Thank you. And I felt so fucking powerful after I said that, right. like laid it down. And what are they going to do? Say, screw you. No, we're going to keep talking about it. No, they switched. They've changed the topic. Well, and also you can say like,
0: you know what? I'm having a really good time right now. And in order, I would like to continue for all of us to have a really good time right now. Mm-hmm. So can we change the subject? Because right. I know that the subject isn't going to go anywhere. Right. Can we talk about something else right now? Because you're not, you're not going to change their opinions over Thanksgiving dinner. It's just not going to happen.
1: And so I think, I mean, I would, I would kind of dare yourself to do that kind of just advocate for yourself. If somebody Mm -hmm. who's super religious starts talking to you about, You know, who knows religion and being gay and and in their eyes, some sort of conflict or whatever, just say, you know, I'm not really comfortable with this conversation. And it's
0: okay to set boundaries for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. my partner and I, we've started taking separate cars to events because a source of conflict for us is that she never wants to leave. And I, I will go, but I can only stay for a certain amount of time. And then I'm tapped out like Mm -hmm. physically and emotionally, like I've just peopled too much. Mm -hmm. And one of our conflicts is me going, come on, I want to go, come on, I Mm want to go. And like, just like, we're always the last to leave, but this Mm -hmm. way I can just like make my appearance Mm -hmm. and leave on a happy note instead of like, oh my God, now I'm exhausted because we've stayed here. Mm um, just knowing your limits. Like if you show up and you are only there for the appetizers and then you head out before dinner, like that's Mm -hmm. okay. Like Mm -hmm. your job in life is not to make other people happy. Like that's their job.
1: Right. It's It's uncomfortable because you want to be with family. You want, you don't want to upset anybody. You don't want to rock the boat. You know, you did it up, but being kind about it and setting boundaries. is not rocking the boat. That's advocating for yourself here's
0: the thing. When, when somebody else's happiness infringes on your right to be happy, Mm -hmm. it's not even cool. So Mm -hmm. you can just tap out of there. Done. And I know it's easier said than done. It's easier for us to sit here and give advice. Mm -hmm. You just, sometimes you just got to do it and it'll be fine. It'll be Mm -hmm. fine. It won't always feel good, but it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got this. That was it. We had, we had four this
1: time. Wow, that was amazing!
0: Yes. So, if if you think we did a good job, let us know. And if you don't think we did a good job, don't let us know. Mm-mm. Just keep sending us your questions. Yeah, cause that was fun. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, 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 so yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexy gay and <laughs> What did you just say? Sexy gay and Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's doing a theme song.
1: Okay. I thought you said um, something about Sexy Kate, something about Sexy Kate. I'm like, who's
0: Kate? I don't know. Uh, I was going to talk about all the year end lists that Winona Earp has been on, but like there's so many. We're just killing it in like all the lists, like Mm -hmm. top couple, top quotes, like Waverly's fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you was in there, but you're on Twitter now, so you've seen it all, so. Just all the lists.
1: I just can't believe that all of these lists are coming out, and yet, I know someday soon, hopefully,
0: we got some drinks bought for us. We have um, key. I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. K e i key. K e i. Yeah. Kai. No. Kai. Kai would be k i a. No, that's Kia. Kai is k a i. Key, you know who you are, uh, bought us five drinks. It says, hi ladies. I love your podcast. I've been listening to you both for a while now. Usually I listen to it on my way to work or while walking my dog. And you always put a smile on my face. I just relistened to, or I just listened to the reboots and I loved it. You can talk about anything you want from trying strange recipes to Oculus games, because why not? I'll keep listening to you both. Stay
1: safe. Oh, that was very Nice. That's We're so not nice. very
0: good at the games. We're not. No, we gotta get better. We do. Uh, we got some more drinks from Leah. She brought oh. five drinks. Says I'm oh. a newcomer to this podcast. Hell, I'm new to the amazing world that is Winona. I only discovered it in June of this year. Naturally, oh. I binged the entire series. I found your podcast in October and I cannot stop listening. <laughs> I get to relive each episode over and over. And every Easter egg you drop makes me giggle because Casey is clueless. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Thank you so much
0: for this amazing podcast. Fight for Winona.
1: Wow. Oh, that was really sweet.
0: And then we had three, three, yeah. Three letters in the um, PO box. Uh, mostly Christmas cards. Uh,
1: This this one
0: was from Alexandra in Pittsburgh. It was a beautiful card and letter. Uh, And the letter says, dearest Anne and Casey, by the time you may receive this, it will most likely uh, be either smack dab in the middle of the holidays or afterwards. Either way, I'm still glad you received this letter. I hope it isn't too difficult to read. I first and foremost wanted to thank you for this podcast. The joy it brings me and the rest of the world is indescribable. I absolutely loved rewatching the show with you both every week. Nothing gave me more happiness than every time Casey threw out a theory and it being completely 100% wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. That's fair.
0: That's fair. <laughs> the usually are, it says. And the little Easter eggs you threw in every week were hysterical, and the way you just super casually slipped it in—that's what she said. They said in that, ooh,
2: That's funny. Good one. Good one. Good one.
0: <laughs> uh, was the highlight of the episodes for me. How fun that us Erpers knew the little secret, and Casey knew nothing. Just kidding. Love you, Casey. The second part of this letter, I'm dedicating to just you two as human beings. We know you as Erpers and podcasters, but you are most importantly mothers and caretakers. You can sense that in your podcasts, with every email or message people leave for you both. You can genuinely te- you can tell how much you both care about us listeners. You both are the best of us, and I truly mean that from the bottom of my urban heart. I'm turning thirty. 30- <laughs> Keep it together. I'm turning thirty years old this coming uh, 2022 year. I'm queer and I am not out yet, to my family. I don't know if I ever truly will be ready to do that. I don't know your stories and I probably never will, but just knowing that you two are out there being role models to baby gays like me is worth it. You have families, kids and love in your life that I hope that I will one day share with someone. So thank you so much for being funny, passionate, loving and selfless human beings. You in this show has changed my life. Literally, I thought I was super straight before Winona Earp. Happy holidays to you and your families, and I can't wait to Earp it up for the rest of our lives with each other. I'm all in with love and gratitude, Alexandra. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Earper, who adores the shit out of you.
1: I (laughs) am. What? (laughs) so (laughs) nice. I mean, seriously, like, God bless her. Okay.
0: Listen, Alexandra, there's someone for everyone. And eventually you're going to have that. And whether or not you come out to your family or not, you're going to have that one way or the other. And I think, you know, I think you'll find it in you to, to safely come out someday.
1: I want to hear Alexandra's story. So, she, so they found Winona Earp, and then through Winona Earp was able to. So Sounds like they discovered their their true. Oh, their true self. What? Oh, yeah, that's amazing. And what a journey! If they just started watching in June, I know that's a big journey in a short amount of time. That you you, you got to give yourself time. To time. Yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. No, oh. it's
0: it's a marathon, not a sprint. You have plenty of time. You're 30 years young, mm-hmm. um, and Rome wasn't built in a day. It's gonna be fine. Oh, you got really this. Nice. Thank you so much. We appreciate you, and happy holidays. Thank you so much. You didn't have to take your time out to do that, and that's it's no, really sweet that's, of you. Yes. And hey, it's not all it's cracked up to be sometimes. You hear us complain about our kids and our spouses. That's true. Take your time. That's true. true. (laughs) (laughs) We got a Doc Holiday Christmas card. Shut from up Taylor and some stickers. It says, Anne mm-hmm. and Casey, happy holidays. The why not podcast has brought so much joy to my days over the last few months. I was late to the party. I hope the podcast continues and I can't wait to see what comes from it next. E four L Taylor.
1: Oh, thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. People are so kind.
0: And then we got another card. It says, dear, Anne and Casey. I would like to thank you again for bringing so much joy to an otherwise depressing year. Aww. It has been such a delight having you both on my daily walks with me. I wish you and your families the best for 2022. Joel, <laughs> joy, Noel. At et... they did this on purpose, didn't they? Joy, Noel. Bonne. It was a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Sarah, one of the eleven Belgian Redmonds.
1: Shut up. That came in our in the peel box? Yeah. It came all the way from Belgium. A card. How fucking cool is that? I think this is Sarah, the
0: Belgian, uh the the one who's moved here from Belgium. Remember they had written to us and their friend from Belgium. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're originally say, from Belgium. What? Okay. But they have, have since moved here. <laughs> Right. Joyeux Noël! You keep saying joyeux. It was Is like J it? it was like a J O Y E U X. Noël. It's a silent X, maybe. Um, what would you let's say? You had to last minute get stocking stuffers for Winona. What would you get? You oh, can only question. shop at CVS or like Walgreens, whatever your drugstore is.
1: Whiskey, okay. Gum, lotion, and
0: body spray. Oh, Axe or like just just like a plumeria, like a Geneté. Uh, like Geneté. <laughs> they don't have. <laughs> Yeah, they do, they still have that. Yeah,
1: um, no, probably more of like a little sandal woody or, um, you know, something like something that, earthy. Mm-hmm. So when okay. she wakes up, uh, you know, uh, in s- the barn, s- she can just ps- ps- just a little ps- ps-
0: fresh and go, you know, you know, what uh, dry shampoo, dry shampoo, dry shampoo. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about for Waverly?
1: Waverly would be, um, yeah, oh. I'm gonna say like a candle. Yep, a candle, some nice chocolates, um, a magnet for her refrigerator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I see her in like fuzzy socks. Or oh, yeah,
0: those ones. Something like you get cozy. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. the slipper socks. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say like some essential oils. Mm-hmm. Some new lipstick because Wynonna um, ruined hers. Mm. flaming ladybug shade
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah she needs a new tube of well she ate it she ate that one so mm-hmm. she probably needs a new tube of lipstick right what about for
1: doc doc i would get a razor a i would get him some some moustache yeah
0: beard oil mustache beard oil. wax
1: um one of those I would tiny s- combs just mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i'd get some of that duke cannon soap for him that's like real mm, Cowboy smelling. Yeah, I think they even have a beer beer soap. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Um some candy. Candy. I think it's probably like a
0: butterscotchy, sucking yeah.
1: hard candy. Yeah. Uh, licorice, The those licorice candies. And the crinkle like wrapper. Like mm-hmm. Some
0: uh some of that
1: Anise gum,
0: that black yeah. jack gum. Yeah, it's called beach nut, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about Nicole flashlight?
1: Yeah. Really, really like um, things that she would use on the daily. Really, carabiner. Yep, carabiner, a flashlight, maybe a new, um, a scarf, some really good gloves, some self heating. The best that
0: CVS can buy. Yeah, buy at CVS.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. All right, I think those are good. I mean, and they all get scratchers because they're not getting paid. They have got to try to win the lottery somehow.
1: That's true. Yeah. And could you imagine then one of them do whatever? Alternate universe where they're
0: rich as fuck. They rebuild the whole town. They Mm -hmm. like make a mega No, 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 no. no. They
1: don't even, they don't even rebuild the whole town. Fuck the town. They make a huge homestead, like pool, horse pasture, um, climbing wall. Um, It's just ridiculous. mm -hmm. It's like
0: mega ranch mansion
2: mm-hmm.
1: yep. yeah um and then there's separate and a casino they open up a casino
0: <laughs> yeah like, Doug just the poker
1: He's yeah like, oh that's right yeah
0: he runs the casino purgatory casino mm-hmm.
1: yep somebody could you could write some fanfic some
0: fanfic that. where's the they win the lottery fanfic and they <laughs> just there's your prompt
1: people bring Alice back Gus and Alice. They could have, you know, like everybody could have their own quarters.
0: Yeah. It's just a whole commune, like just mm-hmm. giant village. On the, mm-hmm. I mean, they got a lot of land. It's
1: fine. Mm-hmm. And then they the could have that. But then they could have, you know, still the thing at the driveway the, that, you know, where they have to drive under whatever those things are called. Mm-hmm. And still have the everyone welcome sign in the mailbox. But then it's a whole nother story because there's going to be gates that come up after the that thingy that goes above your head mm-hmm. and then they could just
0: build that the into sink. the gates it's like wrought iron from there on out oh yeah
1: that's true they could do that
2: mm-hmm.
0: a little beep yeah. boop boop keypad at the thing where you get buzzed uh-huh. in
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i like it nedley is like yes. their security
1: guard natalie yes yeah oh, yes natalie
0: so yeah, so I mean, I think <laughs> that's our holiday uh episode. We
1: you can edit a lot of that, especially the parts where our camera froze. And then when I was babbling on about my my um ADHD, you can edit that.
0: You can find us online at whynot.com. You can leave us a voicemail, or you can email us at why not at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at why not p casey. Where can they find you on Twitter? Why
1: not p underscore Casey? Correct. And you can send us physical mail
0: to Why Not Podcast at P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91505. And we'd love it if you would uh, rate our show and leave reviews on iTunes. And now you can also rate us five stars on Spotify. They don't make it easy to do. You have to click around to figure out how to do it. Oh, really? It's kind of a pain in the butt, but it's there now. So it would be great. Mm-hmm. We'd love it if you would rate us five stars. Oh, I wish it was there awesome. this whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too.
0: Until next time. Oh. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy
1: holidays. And we
0: wish you the happiest and healthiest of the new year.
1: Uh-huh. We'll
0: be here. We will. Are going to be talking resolutions? I don't really do resolutions. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. We want to hear your resolutions. Do you want us to make resolutions for you? We'll do it. <laughs> Put it in the
2: advice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye.